0: You've got me going on every single beat. It's my heart so deep. going to wrap my arms
1: around you because you sweep me off my feet. You know that there ain't nobody. Hello, Minnesota Sports Fam. Thanks for listening. This is Eric. I am the founder and uh, owner, I'd say of Minnesota Sports Fan, MinnesotaSportsFan.com. I am here with Johnny Minnesota, who you will see put most of the content on our site, especially when it comes to writing articles. He's been a saving grace. Johnny, how are you? Doing good. Now that I'm
0: in the building about, what, 45 minutes late today, Eric, on my end? <laughs> just
1: just a few minutes late, but that's what happens when you're driving from Maple Grove to Egan and you are right in traffic.
0: Right. But uh, we made it. Roads were not too bad. And
1: uh, happy to be here. I like the setup, man. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been a, a lot of painstaking hours of headaches and having no idea what I'm doing. But we're here. in that uh, painstaking hours that I was able to avoid. Yes. And now you're here with everything working. I love it. Where <laughs> yes. is it? Brandon's not joining us today? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon's not joining us today. Okay. He's on vacation in um, San Diego, where he used to live. Um, just like it would be here, his shirt is also off there. Okay, but it's warmer there, so regardless
0: of weather, he's going J.R. Smith with it after the finals.
1: Correct. Yes, he okay. he um, he goes shirtless all the time, <laughs> um, and you will you will see that as uh, we grow and uh, become a big deal in Minnesota. It'll be a big deal that everybody wants to see Brandon with his shirts off, with his shirt, shirts off. And Can the, I gr- the girls lo- will love it too. Can I say I'm looking forward to it? He, um, yeah. I mean, okay. I'm not I'm not going to judge you. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Sweet. All right. Um. So yes, Brandon is out today. He will be back next week. Um, until then, we do have Johnny here and um, he's going to help us out and Johnny, get used to him because... He'll have his own show here eventually, too, once we get things up and rolling. Eventually. Eventually. We'll get there. Yeah. Sooner rather than later, we hope. Right. We will have, um, for anybody who doesn't know, we will have an entire podcast network. Eventually, we have multiple people who have agreed to contribute from all over the country, to be honest with you. Um, We have Hunter in Colorado, who is from here. Um, We have Narlock in Fargo. And then we have a few guys here in the cities. Um, Lucas is in the cities. Mosher's in the cities. You and I are in the cities. Um, so, the ones who are in the cities, we'll set up a podcast studio to come in and out. I and like then it. we'll get uh, some equipment for those who can't make it. And we'll have an entire podcast network. You'll be able to um, listen to all of us just like you can listen to any other website, multiple personalities etc and where can we be listened to now Ah, great question um you can find us right here on spreaker that is where our podcast is through um but you can also find us on itunes you can find us on google play um iHeartRadio radio won't let us on there until we have five episodes so i think we have three more to go okay before we're legitimate enough to be on iheart radio according to what they tell me i like it So you'll be able to listen to us just about anywhere pretty soon. Um, And for now, you can still listen to us on multiple platforms. Perfect. Um, Today, we have a few different topics. Uh, First, we're going to dive into some Vikings talk. Um, 10 and 2. Yep. And then we're going to get into a fantasy football dilemma that I told you I want to talk about, but I have not told you what it is yet. So that'll be interesting. Um, I'm
0: racking my brain. I I have no (laughs) idea what that could be. Dealt with my fair share of fantasy football drama. Right. um, Outside of, you know, the players and the points. And it gets dice. People get intense, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, and
1: that's that. That's that's part of the whole thing. Okay. And, so i
0: I think I'm on the right track with at least that. Yes. I'm in the ballpark. Yes. Perfect.
1: And as we as we uh, discussed a little bit, and we just said now it's got nothing to do with the football side of it. It's got everything to do with the league side of it. So we'll talk about that. Um. And if we have time, we're gonna get into uh, Gopher football a little bit. They have a big big weekend planned this weekend, which with a bunch of 2018. Um, recruits, some who have already committed, and a few that they're really hoping they can get committed. So we will talk a little bit about that as well. I like it. I look forward to it. All right, so first, let's discuss a little bit about the Vikings. We know that they are 10-2. We know that they are number one team in the NFC. And if the year were to end right now, I believe they would be the number one seed Going in the playoffs, correct?
0: That is correct. But here's the: I heard this, and I've never heard this scenario. With the four games remaining, so if it's the playoffs started today, the Vikings would be the number one seed. But if the Vikings and the Eagles both ran the table the rest of the year, it'd play out that the Eagles' strength of schedule would surpass the Vikings, and they'd ultimately hop us right. to take that number one spot. I think you might have been listening to the
1: same. Uh radio show i was when i heard that same thing some sort of radio show right um so yeah no i've heard that too uh but i believe the eagles have a t- harder schedule than us coming up right well let's get sean mcveigh and Gurley and goff hopefully they can knock him off right right, right. which well, which that's one thing we can touch on that quickly um to me the la rams are the most overrated team in 2017 um, I had somebody, everybody, every time I talk to, uh, to people about the Vikings wins or whatever the case may be, they always want to point out LA. I said going into the LA game that that game was going to be a blowout. I just don't think that LA is really that good of a team. I think that they've had a really, a really easy schedule and gotten, you know, lucky breaks when they needed them. And I think that's kind of the season it's been. So I expect Philly to mop them up, to be honest.
0: Okay. In LA.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters. I think Philly's a good team and I think LA isn't.
0: How, where's Philly's D stand right now? Do you have any idea? No, I mean, we
1: could, we could, uh, we could look that up. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah. Why don't you, why don't you look that up? But as far as their offense goes, Mm -hmm. um, the weapons, the weapons that they have on offense have been, um, unbelievable. It's been almost as surprising as the Vikings offense, um, uh, Wentz was good last year, but he wasn't what he is this year. So just on the quarterback side of things alone, I've, I'd say that they've been just so much better than they were expected to be. Did you
0: see that throw he made last week when he was getting tackled? Half He was halfway to the ground, and he chucked it 45 yards. Really? Yeah. No. It was... <laughs> I don't remember who
1: that made... Were they it's on at, Monday Night Football? It's that well, North
0: Dakota strength. Right. <laughs> farmer strength. Right, I loved right, it. Right,
1: that farmer strength. That's right. Um, that ginger strength. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Um, anyways, there's a couple things, though, that I do want to talk about when it comes to the Vikings. We're all excited because they're 10-2. We're all excited because whether they're first or second seed, they're going to have home field advantage through most of the playoffs. The one thing that people aren't talking that much about is, and I'm going to get really Minnesota on the bit here. So if okay, you, let's do it. If, We're Minnesota sports fans. So. Right. If everybody wants to stay super positive, I would never tell you to turn off the podcast, but maybe come back in like 10 minutes. I want to talk about what makes us nervous okay, for the playoffs because just like uh, Minnesota, Minnesotans are good at, we always feel like there's something that's going to go wrong. If you had to give me your biggest worry as we enter into the playoffs, what would that worry be? And it's oh, it's such a small part of the game, but such a huge
0: part of the game. We've seen it before. Blair's out in Seattle, shanking them, sometimes man- making them more shanks than not, though, right. I feel like. And Forbath, it's been ugly the last month or so, mm-hmm. getting blocks, missing extra points, doinking them off the uprights. Myself, yourself, and the rest of Minnesota, we cannot knock on wood afford to lose another. (laughs) Oh, man, another playoff game because of a missed field goal. Like this?
1: (laughs) Sounded something like this? (laughs) Something like that. Boo. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. It's funny that you say that because that's exactly what I wrote down, um, was I'm worried about Kai Forbath. Yeah. Is it more him? I mean, what's going on on the block? So that that's got to be. Um, I don't know if I'm necessarily as worried about how the blocking is. I just think that I'm worried about the Vikings kicking field goals in general. Okay. Um, we've been we've been we've been ruined so many times in this state by missed field goals, especially ones that are supposed to be made. That it gets you nervous to begin with, and then Kai's uh, record this year doesn't help and make you feel any better um the guy will go and hit just like blair last year go and hit 350 yard field goals in a row and then he'll miss an extra point or he'll miss a 30 yard field goal and um that's what gets you so frustrated because you feel like at the worst possible time is when everything's going to go wrong
0: right real quick just to circle back on that eagles thing Mm. Third in total yards, really? for defense. So they, so.
1: so they do have a good defense. Yeah, yeah I mean s- we're fifth, but really we're fifth, so we're even behind the Eagles in total. Yeah, in to yards. Total yards. Yeah. So that's so again, just like I said before. Now I feel even They're better about. Yeah, yes, um, <laughs>
0: they probably will take down the Rams. Yeah,
1: I expect LA to be
0: um, handled pretty easily. Anything else besides the kicker, the kicking game? I mean, if that's all um, we got to worry about. Other than
1: Minnesota, right? Just being other than a Minnesota the, team, the juju <laughs> surrounding this state, <laughs> right? Um, uh, I mean, can I say without getting attacked on Twitter? And with you can't but, really say anything. Uh, without, can, yeah. can I? Can I say that I'm worried about Case Keenum? If yeah, if you were, here's what I'll say: I'm not nearly as worried about Case Keenum as I was three weeks ago or a month ago, but. If you put a gun to my head and make me tell you something that I'm nervous about outside of the kicking game, it's got to be Case Keenum because everything else on this team is proven. Diggs is proven at this point. Thielen's proven at this point. Um, When it comes to the offensive line, I know that they have only been in place for a year, but offensive lines a full year is enough time to really see that they're gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're good. Right. And they are. And obviously our defense is proven. Um probably the most proven part of this whole team. So that leaves you with Case Keenan. Um it leaves you with the guy who has pulled a horseshoe out of his ass for the entire year, made his QBR twenty points higher than it normally is. I believe it's usually like around sixty five and he's sitting at like eighty five out of a hundred. Um and that is what would I would say makes me the most nervous outside of the kicking game is is Case Now here's
0: something: a lot of Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. coming up this week mm-hmm. that's making Vikings fans nervous. It yeah. seems like not me in particular. I don't think. I don't know. Well, I, this was the topic we were talking about a little bit before the show. In the playoffs, would you rather play? The Falcons or the Packers? Considering it'd be at US
1: Bank Stadium. Right. Um, yeah, we talked we talked a little bit about this. Um It depends. If we're playing against Aaron Rodgers. It's a healthy Aaron Rodgers. A healthy
0: Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Yeah. Just coming out three straight wins. The, the funny He's pissed. <laughs> he calls
1: out Barr during the week. Um I would say it would be it, it would probably be green bay but it's only because of Aaron Rodgers because their team is terrible without him right um so <sighs> so you're more afraid of green bay i'm more afraid of aaron rodgers i'm more afraid of aaron rodgers than i am plus it's more of the classic minnesota syndrome it would be classic if we went I don't know. Let's say fourteen and two, 13 and three. Oh we get the God. number one seed. This is we what I'm most nervous in US about. US Bank Stadium, and then Aaron Rodgers comes back healthy um, to play us. It's just it lines up for the classic Minnesota letdown. Yeah, I and that's my what answer. I would be more scared of than anything it would be. Just that it would line up so perfectly, just to be classic Minnesota. I would rather have Forbath miss a field goal <laughs> versus the Falcons.
0: Uh, you know, we'll go round two. It's right. been how many years since 1998, and uh, they'd rather have that happen than a. rodge comes in here, lights us up for four TDs, and moves on to the NFC Championship or whatever he plans on doing. Right, <laughs> right.
1: Um, perfect situation would be that Green Bay doesn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, Rogers decides to be unfaithful, like he is to his family. <laughs> and he Uh, he... opts out of his player option this year and comes and plays on what would be the greatest team of the decade. If you put Aaron Rodgers on the Vikings team, would you be able to say that there was a team better than that talent-wise. It's the Golden State Warriors of the NFL. <laughs> and we have the cap space to do it. We've got like $60
0: million. Oh, he wouldn't do He's so competitive, and he's just uh, uh, I no do, chance. I don't think it'll we happen. We can dream. Right. But.
1: I don't think it'll happen just because it just the odds of it happening are just slim to none. But if you're telling me that it's not going to happen because of Aaron Rodgers' competitive level and his – his um, love for Green Bay. I'm going to tell you that you're crazy, not just you, but anybody. Because if Green Bay thinks that Aaron Rodgers really loves them, they got another thing coming. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers would walk out of that place so fast, and not feel. I mean, think about it. He spent some time in Green Bay. He won his um, he won his ring. Um, did he win two? One. One. So he won his ring in Green Bay, um, but he was raised by his family you would think that he loved them <laughs> right but he doesn't right so... if you can bail on your family you can <laughs> bail on anybody that's that's my point so i really i i don't think that he has any um any um, ties to Green Bay when it comes to that. I just Plus, I mean, the, they've screwed him over. Look at that roster they have around him. Yeah.
0: It's as soon as he went to, It reminds me of when Peyton was out that year with mm-hmm. the Colts, mm-hmm. and they went whatever, 1-15, mm-hmm. and 15, 2 and 14 I don't know what they did when they earned the Andrew Luck pick, which right. is a, another topic for another day.
1: Right. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And it's interesting, too, and not to get even more off topic, but it seems like the teams that have the great quarterbacks – just lack in filling the rest of the roster no matter how little they pay their quarterback like look at the patriots for example sure they've been pretty obviously good they've been great they've had good teams but the only real like stud wide receiver tom brady has ever had was moss right um and why like if you're bill belichick and you have tom brady why wouldn't you want those types of weapons around Tom Brady, especially when you have the cap space? Can we include Gronk?
0: I know he is. Technic- no, that's a good point. Yeah, he they list him at the tight end, but right. that man is a freak. He's that's getting true. paid his money. He'll be sitting out this week, but uh, I don't know. The way to do it is, you know, when Russell Wilson came in the league, you're on that rookie contract, mm-hmm. and then you can use all your money to play right. pay the. Richard Shermans, the Mm -hmm. Cam Chancellors, the Earl Thomases, all those guys. They had a good offensive line back then and, you know, do it that way. Right. And now the Lions got all that money wrapped up in Stafford, and the rest of that roster for the next five years will be lacking,
1: I would imagine. Right. Well, and it's interesting, too, because the Vikings have kind of, and not because of choice, most likely, but they've kind of done the opposite of that in that because they don't have their quarterback of the future they're locking up everything around it but Spielman's been so good at it that even though they're locking up all of the all of these great pieces right. around the quarterback position if they got their quarterback they could still afford to pay him that 25 million dollars a year and still have um that core group uh, um around them so right and i mean we
0: got money tied up in sam this year that people forget about yep. so we're it's almost like we're paying a big time quarterback between sam teddy
1: and case at the end of the day correct that's a good point yep and that'll all that most of all that will fall off well most that let's talk about that how about that that leads us right into there talk about a segue okay um next year you're the vikings let's say case kingdom doesn't win you a but he takes you in the playoffs. He plays well. He that's painful to think about. Right, man. right, right. Did right. Teddy
0: win us the Super Bowl?
1: <laughs> Did somebody win us the right. Super Bowl? We won the situation. Super Bowl, right? <laughs> so in this hypothetical, somebody won us the Super Bowl. Um, but uh, so case, so Case Keenum is you didn't win a Super Bowl. He won a couple playoff games. Um, he played really well. Okay. But we all know Zimmer doesn't really trust him Okay, um, Just like now Even though he's played so well He wants to bring back Teddy Bridgewater Yeah he does Yeah so You do if you're the Vikings Have the opportunity to bring both guys back You, I'd imagine Case Keenum Goes anywhere from 12 to 17 Million dollars in the offseason Depending on how the rest of this year goes um, 12 being On the low side if he doesn't play that well. Somebody's going to pay him to be a starting quarterback, and starting quarterbacks in the league make ten to twelve million. Exactly. So let's say twelve to seventeen. You could bring back Teddy if Teddy doesn't play in this scenario. Right. You could probably bring back Teddy for I don't know, probably four to seven million
0: on a short
1: term. deal. On right? a short term deal. Yep. Like no one's going to, to want to roll the dice on Teddy Correct. if they don't see him play. Correct. Like a one year prove it deal. I like it. Um. Is that the way that you would try to roll it? If you are the Vikings, is try and get both guys back, tell them they both have the opportunity to win the starting job, and um, and try and get them both in for, like I said, it'd probably be about twenty two to twenty five million dollars. Well, and so
0: the comparison I like to do with that is think of Kirk Cousins because mm-hmm. is that what is he going to demand twenty twenty two next year? Stafford's getting... Kirk, Kirk Cousins?
1: Kirk yeah. Cousins is going to demand like 30. 30, okay. Yeah, because yeah. well, yeah, that's what he's getting paid this year. I'm on. selling the Sparta guy short. I yeah. apologize. Yeah, no, no, no. It's only it's because um, I think his franchise tag allows him, because you got to get paid in like the top three or something quarterbacks in the league. Okay. The franchise tag, I think, put him at, it puts him at like $30 million a year for, on one-year deals. And then it might even go up as they continue to franchise tag him.
0: Well, good for Kirk, you know, go get paid, but uh, I'll take the two. Yeah. Um, Just injuries are injuries. We've seen it time and time again with this franchise. We saw mm-hmm. what Sean Hill did mm-hmm. when he was our backup quarterback. We're assuming, you know, our third string, we might not even start a third string if those two, or dress a third string if those two are on the yeah. roster. Slaughter would be the backup, mm-hmm. hypothetically, if mm-hmm. one of them went down. Um, and so... I'll take the two guys. I I'm with. I know you're a Teddy guy. I think you've come around. Correct that. Case is the guy for the moment. Are we? We're at that. Can we agree at that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I
1: mean, I'm to the point now where you just can't. I mean, okay, you can't take him off. The
0: field right. But I think. I mean, Teddy's the guy of the future. Um, I think. I'm not trying to discredit what Case has done and everything. You know, he's accomplished NFC Player of the Month and all that good stuff, but. I'm team Teddy um mm-hmm. for the future. This case is time now. But uh, you got to keep him around, keep both of them and just kind of see what happens played out that way. Plus that's a bargain for Teddy Bridgewater if you can get him at that price.
1: Well, and the other thing that, the other thing to mention in this conversation and according to um Ian Rapport who tweeted this at us back when all this was going down and we I felt like I was the only one asking these questions about Teddy and his contract and the toll rule and all that stuff. Mhm. Technically, because according to Ian, according to Ian Rapoport, the Vikings pretty much gave um, gave Teddy Bridgewater a verbal slap on the back. If you come back this year, no matter when it is, as long as it's within the CBA week, whatever to week, okay. whatever, you're going to be eligible for free agency. Even though the CBA reads that he had to come back by week six to okay. be eligible for free agency without being having the toll rule applied. So the way that Rapport kinda laid it out is that the Vikings don't have they don't have to to apply the toll rule if they don't want to, but they have that right if they want to. So the way I understand it is they pretty much, according to Ian Rapport, told um Teddy Bridgewater that if he can come back this year sometime in that window of week 6 to week 10 or whatever it was which he did which he did um that they would make him eligible for free agency but if that's like a handshake oh, right. type deal then they could go up to him and be like look we told you we were going to be nice we're going to be nice Pretty much sign this five million dollar deal, or we're going to sign you for one point three five, which right. we are totally able to do. Now Teddy never comes back for another contract in that situation; right. like he's the pissed off at the world bait and switch right. the oldest <laughs> trick in the book. So I don't see that happening. But technically, the Vikings do have that in their back pocket when they're talking money with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I I love Teddy, but I don't love the fact that we told him that. Uh, right. It doesn't
0: seem like a smart thing from a business
1: aspect but uh. right and that's what I asked that's what I asked Ian Rappaport too um um I even I even asked him when we were in when we were when we were tweeting back and forth about this is that so you're pretty much telling me that a multi-billion dollar corporation is just being nice like look I've worked for multiple multi-billion dollar corporations and I can tell you for a lot less than multi multiple millions of dollars that they weren't willing to um
0: negotiate like that. Exactly. No, that's uh that's interesting. I haven't heard that one. Okay, yeah. Well, have to pay attention to that when the season ends. Well,
1: and that was uh that was I was I was talking about the Teddy Bridgewater situation and writing about the Teddy Teddy Bridgewater situation 6 months before anybody was talking about it. Okay. Because I noticed that something that was back before Case Keenum though. We were talking, should we keep Teddy or should we keep Sam? Right because it was so long ago. Um, And that's when I really did a deep dive. Um, You can go back on the website if you search Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, You'll see it. It's the first one I wrote on the situation. I don't even remember how long ago it was. But I did a deep, deep dive. I had the CBA in there. I had everything I could find and pretty much came down to um, I thought Teddy Bridgewater would be told. And until Ian Rapoport told me that the Vikings were just going to be nice about it, which again shocked me. But Merry Christmas, Teddy. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Minnesota nice at it's five million dollars, um, but he did work hard to get back. Right. Um, it makes sense from a business standpoint if they plan on keeping him, and that's where my point comes in: is that if you plan on him being your long-term quarterback, then it makes sense. Then it's like, you know, a few million dollars this year to make you happy and want to come back and play for us for however long. Right. That makes sense. But when they if they said that to Teddy, they they, they had no idea that right. Case would accomplish what he has accomplished so far this year. So Exactly. Exactly. And it helps when you're winning. I right. Mean, we don't know how upset Teddy Bridgewater would be about the situation if we weren't winning, but then again, Case Keenan probably isn't playing that well in that situation either. So
0: we're ten and two, you can't
1: complain too much. That's that's the thing. You're not you're never gonna complain too much when you're when you're ten and two. Um quickly we're going to go to we're going to go to break here when we're, we I want to I want to run snack time I want to run one more thing by you and then we're going to go to break and okay. then we'll um, we'll come back and we'll talk about my fantasy football dilemma. Yes. Um we're going to see I'm I'm always full I come full circle. <laughs> I we, we we talked about how I was going to be negative if you shut off the podcast for 10 minutes and you came back and you caught some more negativity. That's okay cuz now I'm going to be positive let 's pretend the Vikings win the Super Bowl. Mm. See here I am being right. positive now um, let 's pretend the Vikings win the Super Bowl now. who did we beat? Um, I'm guessing that Patriots. Okay. It's either going to be the Patriots or Pittsburgh. Would you disagree?
0: Not at all. And I real quick think that that Monday night football game might've stirred the Patriots or stirred the Steelers up. Yeah. And yeah. they might ride that one for a few weeks here and end up. Yeah. Especially in when, every,
1: when everybody was yelling at them and calling them dirty and right. stuff.
0: And I would have no problem with that because if we're in the game, I would rather face Big Ben than Tom
1: Brady. Okay. Well, hold on. Before we get into, um, before we get into the Super Bowl question. Okay. Um I would argue that we would that we match up better against Pittsburgh than we do um New England for one reason and that would be Xavier Rhodes. Exactly. Okay. They have a star wide receiver that they rely on and any team that relies on a stud wide receiver for a lot of their offense is going to struggle with us because of Xavier Rhodes. And I know what Xavier just did versus Julio,
0: and I know he has pretty good numbers lifetime versus Antonio, but there's just something about Antonio Brown that scares I I don't know.
1: Yeah, but even earlier even earlier this year when the when the when Pittsburgh mopped us up all over Heinz Field, um, I think Antonio only had like five receptions for sixty yards. Okay. Um So even in a game where we got mopped up and the rest of the defense didn't look very good and the rest of the team didn't look very good, Antonio Brown still got shut down. Uh, So I I would say that only because of Xavier Rhodes would I feel better against Pittsburgh because they rely so heavily on Antonio Brown. Same reason why I do feel good against Atlanta um, because they rely a lot on Julio Jones. Right. So Take that number one wide out out of the
0: game. It's a whole different team,
1: exactly. And when you run, and with the Patriots, we talked about that. They don't have anybody who really sticks out. Tom Brady will just throw it to whoever's on his team. You could go and put my four, my six-year-old daughter on the on the field. <laughs> who Tom I just Brady, met, yes, and Tom Brady would probably find her. So okay, so that's kind of uh, how I feel on that situation. But all right, back to what we were talking about. The Vikings have just won the Super Bowl. Um, our site first got like. Eight million hits, Wow, because the Vikings won the Super Bowl and so we were just typing our little fingers away. It's good for business. right, But then the Vikings won the Super Bowl and now our site is pretty much shut down because you and I have disappeared, right? <laughs> um, which probably would happen. So um, I wanna I wanna first I'll tell you what I see my week looking like. If that were to happen the week following and the possible downfalls of a week after the Vikings win the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. So the Vikings won the Super Bowl. Um, That night is absolutely crazy, which is expected. We go off. We go party. We go pretend we're in college again. And we're out. All night long, parades the next day, all that's expected. However, I know that that wouldn't be enough. The Vikings no. don't win the Super Bowl every We've been year. have waiting a long time. It would have to at least be one full week of partying. Yep. And that's where the problems come in. Yeah. Right? So, unfortunately, I'm an adult and so that far, it is unfortunate. This website doesn't pay me a salary. Unfortunately, we're hoping to get there. Um, but I'm supposed to go to work that next week. Okay. That doesn't happen. So it's possible that I get fired. Yeah. So that's number one. It's a good possibility I end up in jail. That's, um, yep. That That's absolutely possible. Um, we could say indecent exposure for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, it starts with the Brandon move taken taking out the shirt, and right. it goes from there. Right, and Brandon will tell you about his own um, Indecent Exposure oh, tickets no. he's <laughs> already had. Um, two of us graduated, him and I graduated from St. Cloud State University, okay. so we've got all sorts of good stories from good. there. Um, but the other thing is that it would probably end up in a divorce. Ooh. Yeah, my my um, my marriage that hasn't started yet would be over. She's not a Vikings fan? Um, She doesn't... <sighs> i'm a little bit sad to admit this sam will never listen to this so it doesn't really matter but yes my wife my baby mama is not a sports fan okay um to her a super bowl would mean nothing other than eric thinks it's a very very big deal and so which would make her nervous right. like kai forbath makes us <laughs> right so so it's a very good possibility that eric Loses his phone day one. <laughs> and Straight it. to voicemail. <laughs> Straight to voicemail for like the next six days without me showing up at the house. Okay. So th- it could definitely lead to divorce, jail time, and a lost job. But it would be all worth it. Yes. So worth it. So worth it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's a lot of jobs out like there. Right. So many jobs. A lot of women too. Shh. <laughs>
0: We're
1: going <laughs> to say that quietly.
0: For sure. <laughs> so is there one that would be... Be the the ultimate, well, the ultimate worst one.
1: Um, in case my wife is listening, yep, her leaving go. me would be the worst way to redeem yourself. Good By job. far the worst. Good job. <laughs> so, what about you? What 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 do you see your week looking like?
0: I see the week before i I could foresee it coming because mm-hmm. even if we lose, it's going to be like i I'm not going to be able to like get out of bed. I'm not going to be able to function. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I'm not going to you know want to do anything. So. Either way I'm gonna to have to clear the week after the Super Bowl for either just a depressed dark room slumber. Right. Um or, you know, something along the lines that you were talking about. So I don't know, man. The jail is is definitely a possibility. Um dance with that once and we don't want to go down that route again. Although like you said <laughs> somebody it, called
1: you out on Twitter for it. Yeah, that well,
0: that's a story for another yeah, day too. The whole but, other day. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sitting here and a couple weeks into writing for a Minnesota sports fan, (laughs) and we got a nice little writer from... I think it was Alexandria or something like that. It was like some
1: small town.
0: Well, it started with him calling me out, and obviously, we we have more of a presence on Facebook at the moment, and I was just trying to promote our website. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're getting off topic, but yeah, real quick, and then he just came chirping back to me about page views. I didn't even realize he was a writer. And then I, well, obviously, once he said the page views, I realized I came back at him um, in regards to, you know, our Facebook page. I don't think you have more page views. Right. He released my name, which is John Gorham, if anyone is wondering, (laughs) right under Johnny Minnesota. I had no problem with that. He tried to get me fired. Yeah. Yeah. Told Eric here to DM him, yeah, um, and he won't support the site until I'm no longer writing for it. Yeah, because we care about him. And then Googled some of my public records <laughs> from a few years ago and researched them. So yeah, shout out to that
1: guy. Uh, he blocked both of us, correct? Yeah, he blocked. Yeah, he blocked both, but he didn't like when I um, when I came back and. Um, jumped 100% on your side and was like, who are you and why would I DM you? Right. <laughs> I, very exactly.
0: The worst thing that could happen the week after the Super Bowl would be that guy somehow <laughs> miraculously has a viral video. Of in, you? In, no, not of me. <laughs> I don't care if he has it of me. He just, you know, is in the limelight. He shines. Right. Which I, you know, when you're doing high school volleyball games, no offense to them, it's tough to do. Um, right. But all of a sudden, he gets his foot in the door where we thought we were gonna, you know, be able to do this interview. And at the last second, the Super Bowl
1: MVP goes with our buddy over there, like the like the like the prom date who goes with uh, right. goes with your enemy.
0: Exactly. Right. Alexandria boy.
1: Interviewing the Super Bowl MVP—that's the worst situation for me. Yeah, I don't see that happening. It's kind of funny. I talked to my brother after that whole situation. I was texting back and forth with him, and I was like, "You look at you look at us, and you can see on Facebook like when we were created and everything. Yeah, like you can see on there that we haven't even been." We haven't even been there for a year. Right. And we're coming up hard yes. on... 7,000 on...
0: <laughs> very soon.
1: Yes. We're coming up hard on some of these uh, Facebook pages who have been up for 10 years, like, mm-hmm. like since Facebook pages have been a thing. And we're coming up on them, and we haven't even been here for a year yet. We're coming up on like eight or nine months. Uh, and we're going to keep pushing. Why would... Why would you want to become an enemy of... Of a site that's growing that rapidly in a state where you want to become like a legitimate reporter, like he did.
0: When he first started chirping, which he he shouldn't have started chirp. There's no reason to be chirp. I made two grammatical errors. <laughs> I know, and that's what it started over. Um, but he started chirping, and he didn't. I would, I would really, blame your editor, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I should send my tweets by you before yeah. I before I press send, but. Uh, <laughs> He he didn't realize because it was on Twitter, mm-hmm. and when he started chirping, he didn't realize the magnitude of our Facebook page or right. even that it existed. Yeah, and so I made him cognizant <laughs> of, of it, right. and that's if that makes sense. Yeah, so he was he didn't know, and so I kind of get. I mean, he shouldn't have chirped, but I kind of get how it all started, right. and it was just kind of a perfect storm the way it right. all played
1: out. Well, because we're so new, too, so there's a lot of people right. who don't have any idea who we are, and then they'll follow us on Twitter, and then they'll see, oh, they write a couple articles a day, and then they'll read the articles, and then they'll find our Facebook page, and then they kind of realize that um, that we do get more traffic than people expect for a site this new. But anyways, that kind of went uh, that went a little bit sideways, but that's okay. Um, yeah, if we're having fun, the fans are having fun. Exactly. Right? Um, so we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go to break, um, and we'll we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit um, of uh, fantasy football. We're gonna talk the dilemma that I've got going on in my league right now, and it actually involves my little brother Caleb, who is also. Um, a contributor to this website. His official uh, moniker, when we eventually get him on stuff, will be Little Brother Caleb. Okay. <laughs> uh, so little, very, little, very creative, right? So Little Brother Caleb, um, will uh, uh, is a part of the story and my dad.
0: Okay. Is it playoffs this week for you? It is playoffs okay. this week,
1: and that's uh, that's part of the whole thing. So we're gonna have fun um, with Let's that, do it. and uh, so we'll come back. Uh, stay with us. We're gonna come back. We're gonna co- talk fantasy football dilemmas. What you think about them, and what you think of mine in particular. So we will see you around the corner. And welcome back, Minnesota Sports Fam. Get to listen to a little bit of generic boy band music coming back from the break. Nothing I hope better. you enjoyed it. Um, again, this is uh, Eric with Minnesota Sports Fan, minnesotasportsfan.com. I am here with my partner in crime, Johnny Minnesota, who we talked about before, puts most of the content on our site. Welcome back, Johnny. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, Oh, uh, before I forget, I don't think I mentioned it yet. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching at RealMNSportsFan. That's our handle on Twitter, at RealMNSportsFan. If you type that into Facebook, you will find us as well. If you search Minnesota Sports Fan on Facebook, you'll find us. We're big enough now. If you search Minnesota Sports Fan on Google, you will find our Facebook page, our Twitter profile, and our website, all on that first page I'm trying to get us big enough to the point where when you search Minnesota sports we pop up okay but when you search Minnesota sports on Google there's a lot of that's a tough that's a big market <laughs> right so a lot of fish swimming around in there Well, it's it's gotten good enough when we when I when I first started the site um, you could search Minnesota sports fan and it wouldn't even pull us <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got things trending in the right so direction
1: going the right way right um. All right. So I teased a little bit before we went to break. Uh, that we were going to talk some fantasy football and a dilemma that my um league is facing. Actually, it's a couple dilemmas. And to be honest with you, I hope my dad listens to this. They're all caused by him. Oh. <laughs> um. He usually is the one who causes them. Um. Just because I feel like he likes to push my buttons, and okay, I'm, I'm the commissioner of said league. Um. So. That's part of the whole dilemma. So we went, first off, how many fantasy football leagues do you play in? One. One. I used to do the
0: three. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done the two. Mm -hmm. And just one of them, I I like to do two probably. It just didn't work out this year. So all in on the one. Um, I actually got a little commissioner's curse going. I became commissioner after. Shout out to the former commissioner if he ever listens to this. Um, just had a rough time navigating, you know, it's just like these politicians right. these days. Yep. Sometimes you got to bring in a new one and try to switch things up. Yep. But, uh, third year as a commissioner, missed the playoffs. The first two in a 10 man league where six people make it. Right. We're in this year, um, like as a six seed, mm-hmm. I got Jordy, Devonte Adams, and Kareem Hunt. So you mm-hmm. can imagine how the second half of my season mm-hmm. has gone mm-hmm. limping into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But, uh. We're there. So, the long answer to your question, one fantasy team for me. What about you?
1: Okay. Um, I do two this year. Okay. Um, I've done the three. Um, I did one last year. Um, I'm definitely in the camp that wants two. That way, you don't have too many um, going on where it's too much to watch where your guys in one league are always playing against your guys in another league like you really want antonio brown to score three touchdowns and 250 yards in this league but if he does that in another league you're effed it's just washing each other exactly exactly so i am definitely a proponent of two just because with one if things go sideways fast your whole season isn't over unless you play daily that helps too um, that's a whole other conversation, right? I'm not a big fan of daily. Just I did it for a while. Um, the sharks, man, will right. eat you alive, right? And that's yeah. I'm Plus not... the five percent
0: fee that they take. Yes. Or is it ten percent? Love that. Yeah, yeah. Just... Someone just swoop in, start a new one, and take three <laughs> percent, I... and you'll be rich. No matter who wins the contest, you're making money every time. It's a joke. <laughs> I
1: know, I know. It's the same thing when you use those European betting accounts, right? It's like God. I wish I could use an American one, so I didn't have to pay these extra fees.
0: But... If you play versus your friends in daily fantasy sports on DraftKings. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Just play them in the free matchup mm-hmm. and then pay each other back oh, and forth on the side, Venmo, whatever right. it may be. Save that 5%, 10%, whatever right. it is. Right. Um. Okay, so any so,
1: Hoosers back. To Sorry, us. that that's one right. flips my switch a little bit. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, so you, I think you mentioned it. You play in a six-person playoff, right? Correct. How many, how many teams are in the league? Ten. Okay, so that, that makes a difference. So we have a 12-person. A twelve-team okay. league. Um, it's my dad's in it. My brothers are in it. Um, a lot of family members and some friends. It's somewhat serious. It's a hundred-dollar league, um, and we went this year, voted on by the rest of the league. We went from eight, went from an eight-team playoff to okay. a six-team playoff. Yes, I like it. We did that a few years ago. Okay, mm-hmm. we did. We did it because. There was just too many years where an eight seed would wipe out a one seed. Right. When a lot of people didn't even think that eight seed should be in. Right. So what we did is we created a um, a consolation a consolation bracket where if you don't make the playoffs, you have to pay an extra twenty dollars. Okay. And then you're paying you're playing for the twenty dollars, so it could be you know not all that bad if you go to consolation because you can end up winning some money. Six people on the consolation side, hundred twenty bucks, twenty of it's yours, hundred profit, get your money back. Exactly. So I like it. Yep, you can fight for your money back if you're in the consolation, or you could lose another twenty. Okay. Um, So that's what we decided on, and that's what we voted on, and that's what we went with. Well, we're coming up to the playoffs, and of course, the three people battling it out. Well, three of the. I think there was four of us because we all had around the same record, but three Mm -hmm. of us were. My dad, my brother, and me. And we're fighting for the fifth and sixth spots. And okay. There's only room for two of us, and three of us are there. And my dad is pissed off. He's pissed off when we voted on it because he voted against it. And did been, you do this, the vote on draft day? With, or when Draft it? night. Okay, yep, good. Yep. And we voted on it on draft night, and he has been bitching about it all year long. <laughs> about how? <laughs> Full circle, just like you on the, t- on the radio program. <laughs> exactly. And so... And so he – so him and my brother are watching the game by themselves, right? Okay. And it, I'm texting both of them in a group text, and you can feel the animosity through the text messages. It was so bad. And okay. It, it was so bad that I asked Caleb, and he said, I don't know. He goes, we're pretty much not saying anything. We're just watching in silence, and Dad is bitching every once in a while about the playoff format. So <laughs> here they are, Right. They're, Fantasy football can ruin families, Right. Man. Be careful with that stuff. They're experiencing part of the reason why I switched it, right? right? I switched it, we switched it, partly because the end of the year wasn't that competitive anymore because eight teams are making it and the other four teams quit carrying four weeks ago. This way you have bubble teams that could make it with a couple wins or not make it with a couple wins. They're in that situation where they should be talking shit to each other. Right. They should be having a great time, loser goes home winner goes to the playoffs I'm pretty sure Caleb won by like 0. 0.5 points oh no it was it was that's the thing though it went right down to the wire and it that way, been, Caleb good for you right it should have been a great time they should have been having a great time like our whole season rides on this right mm-hmm. and instead my dad's so worried about the 18 versus 16 playoff bracket that he's not even having fun he's just pissed off because he's gotten himself into this just irritated mood where he's just so mad at the fact that there's six people instead of eight that he can't even concentrate on the fact that he should be having a great time during this matchup right Right. this is what the season comes down to right and and so i just i wanted to get your take on that whole situation and how and if you've had any anything like this happen where you are always a bad guy if you're the commissioner in a fantasy football league, you're the bad guy 100% of the time. You cannot make everybody happy. Oh, it's so frustrating. Goodell on a very, very small scale without right. the salary. Right. right. <laughs> to make it worth it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you cannot... Oh, I, t- I hate eight-team playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's it's too many teams. Yep. We, like We did it for numerous years yep. in a 10-team league. Mm-hmm. So that's even worse. 80% of yeah. the teams are... Yeah, you might as well not even have a regular season. Right. Um
1: What was the vote? Do you remember if it was close when you guys voted? Um, It might have been somewhat close, but here's the thing you have to remember, right? Is that my brothers, well, my, um, my middle brother no longer. He just moved out. But for the longest time, my two brothers still lived at the house. Okay. And, I mean, you have to know my dad as kind of an authoritative figure. Like, he always has been. He's a police officer. Like, he is... Like he's good at making you feel really bad about stuff. You know, he's that type of person. Okay. So anytime he feels one way about something, Brett and Caleb are usually three votes. So it's usually those three for sure, because he will tell them about all the reasons why it should be his. He's dis- pitching them right on the side for, right. for weeks, maybe. You know? <laughs> right. Um, and so they always have three people on their vote. Okay. And, uh, and and then it's we've got nine other guys, so yeah, I'm sure they got three to five votes, probably because I'm sure they got a couple more outside of just those three. But that's the way it ends up going every time there's a vote. Um, and it's it's uberly frustrating, right? Especially, family and combine it with competition. Right, things can get dicey. Well, and especially because if you go to the sixteen playoff, as people who play fantasy football know. Normally, especially if you have twelve teams, those first uh, those first two teams get a buy exactly, and that's a big deal, which they earned. Yes, they earned for playing so good all year long. They should get that first round bye because anything can happen in fantasy football, and we saw that happening year after year when we had the eighteen bracket that an oh, eight seed would upset a one seed because the one seed had one bad week or the eight seed had one week where they went off for 150 and then they'll get blown out the next week and score 60 because they're not a very good team. Exactly. Um, and so s- do you think what happened if your
0: what would have happened if your dad won the game? Would we be hearing a lot less about the No, no oh.
1: no we would still be hearing the same thing because although he is like that when it comes to himself, Part of what bothered him so much is that it was Caleb that he was playing against. So if he won, then he still had Caleb who was... um, He still had to deal with Caleb and Caleb losing. Okay. Um, So that was... So that was part of the problem. That was part of his dilemma was like, well, if I win, then great. I get to go to the playoffs. But then I kick Caleb out, and Caleb's my youngest son, and I love him They're more a little than bit I of love a team. you. Okay, or, right. You know, like that sort of thing. He was hoping both of them would get in. Right, and he just wanted it to be easy where both of them get in. And it's like, look, this fantasy football is like life. It's not always fair. Like, right. You know, I mean, I... <laughs> and I don't want to get political on this but I told him you're reminding me of a millennial snowflake you don't get your way so you're just going to you're just going to bitch and moan and complain about it forever even though nobody's going to fix it those um, damn millennials I know, know cuz we're not ones right <laughs> right um it's 27 and 28 year olds right? right right and uh and and so yeah so so that was that was my dad in a nutshell and that's and then that that makes one other thing they weren't talking any smack like and that's part of what makes fantasy football fun. They're sitting in the same room. Right. In a game that dictates whether the winner goes to the playoffs and the loser goes home. And they are devastated the whole time.
0: That's, oh, it should be just electric in that living room. And Yelling, throwing
1: yes. throwing. yes. Maybe you got to watch it in
0: different rooms for right. a little bit. Things right. are getting intense. Yep. <laughs> Threats are being made. But um, in a fun way. In a fun way, exactly. Yes. No, that's uh, that's unfortunate. And the biggest thing, you got to it before I could. It's those first and second teams that mm-hmm. deserve that buy. Mm-hmm. Too many times someone just comes out of the blue, wins a fantasy football game. My dad doesn't play fantasy football, mm-hmm. but I used to be in a league with my cousins. And when uh, one of my female cousins, who doesn't watch football very much, would beat me, I'd always get, you know, my dad, how did you lose that game? Right. <laughs> how did you lose to her? And you you got to explain, it's not we're not out there playing one on one we're not running routes <laughs> i got you know some control but if my wide receiver snaps his ankle in the first quarter and something else happens weird uh, it's kind of out of my control
1: right yeah exactly and and that's why i mean that's why we changed it we changed it because you want those first round buys for right. those for those better teams who play so well in the in the regular season and i think pretty much everybody's on board Except for my dad, but when my dad's not on board in this league, everybody hears about it okay. as he's just he that's the type of guy he is. um Dad, if you listen to this, I love you um you'll be the one or two seed next year, <laughs> right for sure, go dad
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um but uh but yeah, that's 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 about all I had on the fancy football dilemma. maybe it wasn't quite as uh as juicy as I made it out to be. I get it though, you know.
0: That stuff gets intense, but uh, <laughs> right. good luck in the playoffs. So you and Caleb are the,
1: like the wild cards then? Um, yeah, so okay. I ended up with the, uh, I believe it was the fifth, yep, the fifth seed, and then he ended up with the sixth seed. Okay. And so uh, um, we're playing the three, four seeds, and then um, the one and two gets get a bye, just like it should be. Vacay so, week? Yep. So that's where we're at for fantasy football. Yeah. Um, I got, I got nothing else to discuss on the fantasy football. Yeah,
0: land. I got nothing else on fantasy football either.
1: I think we've got a we've got enough time for um one more segment. I think okay, um, we're only fifty minutes in. I think we're gonna come back. There's some big time things going on and go for football land. Yes, there is. They have um a huge gathering of all of their um all of their recruits. Most of them, almost except for all one. Of them. Yep for the the commits right for the 2017 class yes all the commits other than one and then some more and we're going to talk about some of the people that they have coming some of the recruits that they have coming in for sure already committed and then um some of the guys that are pending that will be coming in this week and um i know that i've been following this very carefully so i'll tell you who i think will be committing this weekend and um and we'll see uh where things go from there and that'll be our last one we'll you expect all some uh, fireworks this weekend is kind of what you're saying big time fireworks <laughs> let's do it after the break all right after the break we'll come back and we're going to talk about that so we'll see you then tell me if i got
0: it wrong buddy you don't want to be alone
1: It's getting late Got it
0: all, babe Save arms when you're ready I'm here when you need me I'm yours I
1: left my heart in California I let it go deep into the blue be happy in california i would be fine with just me and you now don't go changing Welcome back again, Minnesota sports fam. How do you like this music, Johnny? I'm loving it. I know, right? Um, There is good music all over the internet. Um, I uh, have part of my plan through Spreaker gives us free music, um... Free uh, sound effects, all that good stuff, and we do not worry about. We do not need to worry about getting sued for right. That's, that's always a positive. That, that's we the don't first have
0: <laughs> first and foremost.
1: We don't have to worry about getting sued, so we get all sorts of some uh, fun sound effects and and music, and um, you'd be surprised out there what kind of people put in uh, good music on the internet. Um, so there's that. Anyways, we came back. We're going to talk for a little bit longer. My wife and daughter are going to sleep in the rooms on each side of us here in my studio. So we're not going to last too much longer. So I can't get too jacked up in this last segment. Right, but we are going to want to get jacked up. Right, I know. Because people, what is going on right now over at the U of M football campus, not just this weekend, but in general, is more exciting than anything we've seen since what? Maybe um since uh, what's-his-face who left us for Notre Dame, Lou Holtz?
0: Yeah, anything in our lifetime.
1: I mean, what P.J. Fleck is doing just on the recruiting side right now, people. I know everybody's record this, record that. What he's doing on the recruiting side right now has not been seen in Minnesota for decades. And it's just going to keep going. We're not even close to done for 2018, are we? um Well, we're close to done. Close um, to done. But you're absolutely right in that we're not done. And not only are we not done... The guys that we could pull in to finish out the 2018 recruiting class, I believe we have 22 spots taken, so we've got like three left. I believe he gets 25 total. The, the guys that we're looking at, most of them are on the offensive line, okay, which is much needed for this team, and um, most of them are better rated on 247 Sports, go for Illustrated, Scout.com. Those are all the same thing now. Um, than any other recruit that we've signed so far for 2018, and Dunlap tops that list. Correct? Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about some of these guys. Um, of course I moved out of it on my page here. Did I jump ahead of you? I get a little jacked up, like I said. No, 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 you, you're fine. Um, I just like to get out of pages that I actually need. Okay. Um, and you that's should kind try of, to vary that strategy moving right, forward. Maybe. Right. Right. So, um. Here I got it pulled up. So we got Curtis Perfect. Curtis Dunlap, okay, who was committed to Florida up until earlier this week. Uh, we wrote a piece together on what's going on this weekend. It's the Elite Eighteen Palooza. I love the name. I know it's good too because they he, they lowercase the e's so right. that in between the elite is lit. Oh, did, you didn't even notice that? I did didn't you? know. man. Yeah, that's why they capitalize L I T. So they anticipate it will be lit. Yes. this weekend. Yes, and the kid the the kids like that. As the kids would say, it's going to be lit. I yes. like it. So uh, so Elite Eighteen Palooza is going to be lit. So what? Okay, to, to give people background, what PJ Fleck did is these kids, I believe they get like three to five official visits to schools. And I don't know exactly what that number is. It doesn't matter. But the ones who wanted to come and visit and what official is compared to unofficial, just quick official means that the school is paying for you to go there. Unofficial means you can go as many times as you want, but the school can't pay for you to go. You got to pay for it on your own. So when, when you see somebody took an unofficial visit, that's pretty important because if somebody's taking an unofficial visit somewhere, they're paying for it out of their own pocket. Makes complete sense. So it, 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 if they're doing unofficials, that means they're definitely interested or their family has a lot of money at the cash much, in right. the bank. Um, so official visits. He saved all the official visits um, for this weekend. And what he decided to do was have like a big sleepover, a big sleepover, <laughs> a big sleepover slumber party, I feel like, with all of his 2018 recruits. So there are 34 kids coming to town um, we've talked a little bit with um, Alex Rigelsberger. yes um, who uh, we've become friends on with Twitter you interviewed him when you were over at bat flip sports what site <laughs> um, so so we are somewhat close with uh, with Alex and he is flying in here you said like, yeah yeah uh, told me on Twitter
0: today that he will be coming in uh, tomorrow I think he was leaving I don't know sometime around noon right and uh yeah, he seemed jacked up for the weekend. I hope to reach out to him uh, early next week. Um, probably will maybe tag team another piece on yeah. this topic. There'll be plenty to write about. So, right, Alex Regelsberger, we'll probably be reaching out to him, like I said, early next week. See what he thought about the weekend. But yeah, he's definitely excited coming up to the Twin Cities tomorrow.
1: Right, and and so that's yeah, which that's, is Friday. Sorry Friday yep. yep, yep, tomorrow's Friday. So so that's what's happening is that all of these recruits are coming and they're going. I read on it they're going to um, uh, Target Field. Mm-hmm. They're going to US Bank Stadium. They're going to the Mall of America. They're hitting up all the major um, recruiting spots in town. But what's so genius about it is you think about all the recruits that are coming that are pumped to be here, right? Exactly. You get to, you get to pick where you go to school to play football. I mean, you're picking between D1 schools. If you pick this school, you're pumped to be here, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got a, like, let's say 30 kids out of these 34 or 30. You know, because some of them are preferred walk ons who have already decided to come here, but there's only 22 scholarship players. So you got 30 people, 30 guys who want to be here. And then you've got five, six guys who aren't sure. Well, it's the pack attitude, right? right. Like if you're in Peer a group... Peer pressure. Exactly. You're in a group that just is all about something or just is having so much fun doing one thing, it's hard for you not to get caught up in that situation.
0: Exactly. Two quick things I don't want to miss. We talked about all the commits coming. Uh, Vera Montes, yes. the the newly committed quarterback, he can't come right. just because he had to use his official visit um, I think at the end of... When he no, committed. Yep, <laughs> exactly. At the end of November there. Yep. So we don't want to, you know, forget him. He'll right. be a big part of this future. Row yeah, the boat team.
1: Yeah, Vic Veramontes is going to be a huge deal for this team. Um, we're looking at some big quarterbacks for 2019 and beyond. But for the near future, Vic Veramontes is going to be. I mean, he is going to be the goal for football team because he's going to be the quarterback. And right. You only go as far as your quarterback takes you. I know college is a little bit different, but. It's still true.
0: He'll be under center, and we look forward to that. Oh, yeah. And now, where I go with this is you think a typical recruiting trip, your typical official visit. Right. I don't think you're usually hanging out with, with 29 of your buddies or 33 right. of your buddies, what it'll be in this situation, um, you're probably going with, do they let the parents come? Not on, I would I hope they're not around this weekend.
1: I don't, I don't think parents, I mean, they might be coming, but right. I don't think they're like hanging out for all the stuff that they're going to be doing and good, you know, and we don't know exactly what they're going to be doing. I mean, hopefully they're not Rick, uh, uh, Rick right. uh the bit. And if, yeah. No, and we'll if, be. if they are, hopefully they don't get caught. Exactly. But, um, but like we talked about just the fun Right of being compared around. to your typical right. visit, it's
0: so different. Yeah, you, you got guys to hang out with. You're not isolated with a coach, and right? Older and I, people who you don't want to be around. You're having right. fun with your buddies,
1: right? And I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to speak for any of these players, but some of these guys who are on the fence. Well, for one, let's talk about this. The guys that are on the fence all go to the same high school. Okay. So let's start there. So, yes. So we've got the. Let's go there. The, the guys, the guys who are coming now, um, Gopher Illustrated, which again part of the two four seven network, um, they are talking. Um, Ryan Burns, Kyle Gobler, um, some of the bigger writers out there who follow the Gophers very closely and have close ties to their recruiting. There's a secret prospect that's coming that nobody knows about. They won't tell anybody in the boards. Um, so we'll keep a close eye out for that because if, if they're that secretive about it, it's likely a big time guy. Well, yeah. What would be the motivation for the secrecy? Um, on it? Just to... the, from my opinion, from the way I see it, there could be multiple. Um, first, if it's a big recruit who's already committed somewhere else, <laughs> okay. Um, and you don't want that. I team, like that. You don't want that team calling them before they get on the plane to fly to Minnesota, saying, right. "Hey, don't go to Minnesota. We want to talk to you." Whatever else, let's get them boots on the ground in the Twin exactly. so Cities to commit here. Yep, before before um but somebody else can call him and stop him from coming. So that would probably be the biggest reason in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if it's not somebody who's committed somebody somewhere, it's maybe somebody who's um, big time, who's got a whole bunch. Let's say you got five schools that would call him the second they heard he was coming to Minnesota. Right. Uh, so it's probably something like that. That it's makes complete probably sense. Probably more of a competitive edge. Right. Um, and that's, I mean, it's got nothing to do with keeping it from the fans. I mean, they care less about that. Exactly. So there is that. But back to the guys that we know um, are coming. Um, Curtis Dunlap. These guys go to IMG Academy in Florida. Okay. uh, Which is a huge – I mean, this is a huge hub for – for um, football, that just kicks recruit after recruit. It's a little after. different than what we got going on, right? Up here. Right. These guys aren't coming from Little Falls, Minnesota. No offense um, to Little Falls, right? Though. Shout uh, out Little Falls, <laughs> Little Falls. That's right. Um, they're not. They're not. They're not coming from there. They, I mean, this IMG Academy is huge. So okay. So the the one tie that we have to the IMG Academy already is one of our preferred walk-ons. Um, I believe it's Zach um, Annixstead is his name. And I'll get him, yeah, Zach Anikstead. So he's the IMG um, quarterback right now, and he's a a solid recruit. He's a point eight three five five three three-star, decent quarterback, but – going to be a preferred walk-on at the U, um, one of those guys who's probably got full rides to smaller schools, to max schools, stuff like that, but he would rather walk on here and try and make it in a big school, which you always have to respect, and not, Absolutely. Only, not only do you respect that, but you're walking on at a school, and then you're convincing your offensive linemen, who are ranked as four stars, to come with you to Minnesota, okay. even though you're not guaranteed to, to even have a spot on the team, I mean, you're as a preferred walk-on, you're guaranteed a spot on the team, but you're not guaranteed to play, right? Right. Um, so there's Curtis Dunlap, IMG. He's a four-star, point nine two, which and- is higher than anyone we have committed at this moment. Correct. Okay. Um, they moved Rashad Bateman, who's a, a wide receiver out of um, out of Georgia. They moved him up to a four-star. He's currently, and he just got moved up today. He was a three-star before today. Um, he's currently the only four-star committed. Okay. Um Victor Veramente is very close to a four star. You got to be like a point nine one to get, or a point eight, um, 0.89. 0.89 to get a four star. And, uh, uh Victor Veramente is a point eight eight three. Um, our buddy Alex is a point eight eight one. So we have guys who are very close to that four star. But he's our first, actually considered a four star. Bateman. Okay. both Curtis Dunlap and. Um their other guy that they're bringing, Virtus Brown, um, both four stars. Both four stars and both playing at IMG Academy, and not only that, another three star point eight eight offensive tackle, IMG Academy also coming for the
0: how day. much does that bad boy weigh? <laughs> four, hundred four hundred bills. I saw a picture of him today and <laughs> he is a monster. What's his name if anyone wants to check him out? It's it's Daniel.
1: It's F-A-A-L-E-L-E. Okay. Um, Monster. Yes, monster. But, I mean, he's – apparently him and Curtis are having contests because Curtis Dunlap, who is the highest-ranked guy, he's a guy who decommitted from Florida earlier this week and now is being predicted by a lot to sign with the Gophers or at least commit to the Gophers this weekend. He would be our highest-ranked recruit, top 200 nationally, um, 0.92, according to the rankings. And he's 368. So we're talking some big boys. Fleck yes. said that he wanted to, to – Fleck wanted to bring an offense offensive line help because we need it desperately. But he doesn't want to go the JUCO route. People were talking about him having to go the JUCO route if he wanted to bring in good offensive linemen early. He says, eh, middle fingers to everybody. I'm just going to go and steal three four-star recruits from IMG Academy in Florida. Knock on wood. Um. With the way people are talking, I would definitely expect – I expect Dunlap to sign. Not sign again. I expect him to give his verbal sometime this weekend. If these other guys are coming from IMG, they're following Curtis here. They're following Anikstead here. And then Curtis gives his verbal because he has a great time. How do those other guys not give theirs? Right, They're already coming. If they weren't interested at all, they wouldn't be coming. If they come and have a great time and Dunlap already commits, they know they're all going to have a good chance of playing because our offensive line needs help and playing early. Why wouldn't you commit if you're the roll-the-boat kind of guy? But if you're not the roll-the-boat kind of guy, you're probably not coming here anyways. But why if you're not the roll-the-boat kind of guy? It's it's well known
0: that you know it's all about the roll-the-boat kind of guys in this culture right, right now. PJ talks about that time mm-hmm. and time again. Um, so why would you be coming on the trip in the first place? If-
1: that's exactly right. You wouldn't be. Exactly. So, yeah, so big weekend, um, big, big, big weekend. There's also, and I don't know if this might be the secret guy that's coming, um, but also listed as one of our targets here is uh, is this Craig Williams. And he's an all-purpose back, okay, is what they have him as. And he's already committed to Baylor, but things have been wavering a little bit. (laughs) Typical Baylor fashion. Right. And uh, so there are rumors that he could be one of the guys coming too. And that makes sense with what you're saying, that they don't want to get it released
0: to, you know, if it is someone who's potentially committed somewhere.
1: Right. Well, and then I wonder too. So, like, I'm looking at I'm looking at these names for anybody who's wondering. You can go to gopherillustrated. dot um, and I think it'll lead you to the two four seven site. But I'm looking at the current targets, the top targets for the Gophers uh, recruiting staff that they're going after right now. It shows the ones that are committed. It shows the ones that aren't committed. What I wonder is if there is that secret recruit. Would he even be listed on here? <laughs> right, that's a great question. So, how it, secret are we talking? Right, could it be somebody who's even more big time than the guys we're looking at? I mean, we can all sit here and we can all dream uh, that that's possible. Because it's Craig Williams. If it's him, he's not even a uh, he's not even a, a four star yet.
0: Right, heck of a player, but with the way they're kind of keeping it under wraps, it would not be surprising if it's someone who's on a a little bit of a higher ranking level right. than Mr. Williams. Exactly.
1: So there's that. So we will be keeping a close eye. Um, good news
0: only good out of th- the Elite Palooza right, 18.
1: Right. We'll be keeping a close eye. I'll be following Ryan Burns and Kyle Goebbler. Um If you want the news from the source, go to them. But I will be watching very closely. Follow us on Twitter. Um, you can find Johnny at MN Sports and Stuff. MN Sports n the letter N. Stuff. And then, obviously, you can find us um, at Real MN Sports Fan on Twitter, at Real MN Sports Fan Sports Fan on Facebook, and then obviously come to our website MinnesotaSportsFan dot uh, we're just getting started, and. might as well come along for the ride because we're rising quickly. We're fresh out of the womb. We're 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 fresh out of the womb, but we're battling. Yeah, we're scratching early, so we're very
0: smart babies at this (laughs) moment.
1: Right, so come and have come and have some fun with us. Um, come follow along this weekend. Come follow along in the future. Uh, we're gonna have more podcasts. We're gonna have more articles. Uh, we're just here to have a good time uh, and to go places and eventually get paid for doing this, right? Yeah, that's uh, uh, sports plus money. I mean, I like the sounds of that, don't you? Yes, yes, I do a lot. So come back and listen to us. We'll be back again next week. Uh, I believe it'll be Brandon back sitting next to me. Uh, but we are looking for a producer, so who knows? Maybe we'll get one of those. Maybe Johnny will come back and do that. Maybe Lucas will come and do that. Uh, but either way, we'll be back next week. Uh, Brandon, and the boss man. Come back, come listen. Thanks for thanks for. Hey, thanks for long. having me. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Johnny, thanks for being here. Um, yeah, we'll see you all on the other side. We'll be back. We'll go back to this stand. it. It's just so happy. See you, fam. Well, let's get it on to your favorite song. The night is young and
0: you've got me going. Every Single beat, it's my heart so deep. Wanna wrap my arms around you, cause you sweep me off my feet. Could you know that there ain't nobody like you? You know, you got me. I love the things you do. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the
1: weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?